Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sarah, we're going to start this conversation, but in about 20 minutes... At 9 p.m. Pacific time, when we're recording this on Thursday night, we will be stopping to listen to the Instinct song together. <gasps> I can't have wait. Have you listened to it? No, I haven't. I haven't. I have. And I think I know all the lyrics at this point. And oh my God. I'm just telling you, you may shed a few tears when JC has his moment. It's just going to make me feel something again. We're going to feel alive. We're going to feel childless flash before our eyes like my binders and the posters on the wall and then being at their concert and just like sobbing kirby wearing an in-sync bucket hat with like gap jeans oh my god the bucket hats i thought i was so cute in my bucket hat and like the baby baseball tee oh my god you know where it was like a little bit like kind of a cap sleeve yes my belly button was covered but it was just like a little sliver of skin Oh my God. And then I thought I was Britney Spears. So I'd wear like yoga pants, like flared yoga pants, oh with like God. sketchers and like a crop top with a hoodie. And I remember one time a boy that I had a crush on was like, you kind of remind me of Britney Spears. Wow. Best compliment ever. <laughs> I was like, tell me more. Like what? Why? Why do you think that? Because she's pretty. Is that why? Tell me. <laughs> oh my God. So we will be doing that. We will be doing that. You know those, I mean, everyone wore them, but I remember she had them too. Like the sunglasses that had like the gradient, like the ombre. Yes. I just, anything, anything that she wore, I bought. These were for my dump him Britney outfit. Amazing. Iconic. But like, I'm sorry. Tell me what you want to tell me. You can't fucking tell me anything when I'm wearing no, this. No, nothing. Nothing. I am gorgeous. I am Britney Spears. You are Britney Spears. You are lucky. You're a star. I'm so lucky. I was talking to Clayton Hawkins today at the Sexy Hair event. Celebrity stylist Clayton Hawkins. He does everyone, but Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. Like currently. Her perfect, perfect hair. Yep. We were talking about the Pepsi commercial with Britney and Pink and Beyonce and Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> And he was like, who would have thought at that time that Pink would have the longevity that she's had? I was like, I know. Pink is literally one of the best selling. Like she sells out stadium tours. Doing like trapeze artist shit. She like did the Ellen theme song for years. The career that she has had. Wow. Just such a talented woman. And you know what that means? That means Pepsi understands talent. Yes. Do they even do commercials anymore? Does Gen Z drink soda? 
I don't know. They're missing out, though. They are missing out if they don't drink at least Coca-Cola. I don't think they do. It's like LaCroix, right? Yeah. (laughs) I was talking to Clayton Hopkins as well because he is hilarious. He's this celebrity hairstylist. He's like born and raised L.A., went to high school with Elizabeth Olsen, does her hair, works Mm -hmm. on Olivia Rodrigo. When Hailey Bieber did her Britney Spears Halloween costume years ago, he did all the wig styling. He is just so 90s on top of it. He like bought this book from the 70s and like recreated every hairstyle with his wigs in his wig room. He's brilliant. It's very entertaining. Very entertaining. But I was telling him that I am a diehard Coca-Cola girl. Like, I went literally years without drinking it. I was solely just a water drinker. And then one day the bug hit me. I had a soda and I was done for. I crave Coca-Cola. Were you a Diet Coke? Hell no. Okay. Something is actually wrong with you if you enjoy Diet Coke. I'm sorry to tell you this. This is the fact. Sorry. I know I'm probably offending a lot of people (laughs) because I know some of my friends are addicted. No, because I don't want to shame anyone but I'm going to. You shouldn't be drinking Diet Coke. Just drink the real deal. Yeah, just drink the real deal. Just enjoy the real sugar. Get the Mexican Coca-Cola. Get the Mexican Cokes. I'm telling you right now. That's where it's at. In the bottle. And they have the mini bottles. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It's a dessert for me. I was telling um, Graham, Graham Nation, who did my hair at the sexy hair event today, because we'll get to that in a second. Sarah and I both got our hair done. But... We were talking about like, he's from Louisiana and I'm from Texas. And I was like, when I was three years old, I remember like sitting, watching Muppet Babies with my cousins and like my mom and aunts would be like, kids, like, what do you want to drink? And they'd be like, apple juice, milk, water. And I'd be like, Coke in a cup. Like my mom would bring me a sippy cup with fucking Coca-Cola in it. Oh my God. Janet. Clayton was like, you drink Coke in a sippy cup. Okay. Well, I had a Coke Baba and my mom would give me coke in a bottle <laughs> he said Stop. she would go to ruby tuesdays and ask for a coke to put in his bottle and like the waiters were definitely judging and i was like i was crying laughing thinking about this no but it was such a different time because i drank so much soda growing up we drank so much soda so now i don't i don't drink any soda anymore my guilty pleasure is actually a sprite like i just oh. crave sprite I guess because, you know, when you're sick, they tell you to drink like Sprite. So like, I think it's like I linked to that too, but I just love the flavor. Like I love the lemon lime flavor. 7-Up also is fine with me, but I'm a Sprite girl. Anyways, we now drink, we are LaCroix, like sparkling water household. And we, I was thinking about like Zoe growing up and I'm like, I don't even think she's ever had like a sip. Well, I mean, she's three. But like by the time Kirby was three, she was already downing was like Cokes. Ordering it, ordering it by name. <laughs> yeah. But like we don't drink soda and like I don't really miss it. But like when my mom and dad come over, my mom, like, where is the Pepsi? Where's where's your Coke? Like she's looking for soda. I was like, I don't have it. She's like, what? Oh, yeah. We don't keep Coke in the house anymore because during the pandemic, I would be like for as a little treat, a little mini Coke. And I'm like, I can't live like this. I can't eat. I can't be drinking Coke every day. And so. Patrick and I were like, no more Cokes in the house because this is getting bad. Does Patrick like Coke too? Yes. And then when my parents come to visit, my mom wants Diet Coke and like Coke Zero because she has diabetes and like whatever. Okay. So now we just have Diet Cokes that are left over sitting in there that we're never going to drink. I'm not drinking that. I'm not drinking that. Put it on Facebook Marketplace. So I'll pick it up (laughs) in like two minutes. (laughs) So Sarah and I both got our hair done today by Sexy Hair. 
Thank you both so much for letting that happen for us. Always a treat. Always a treat. Hera, Hera got her <laughs> hair done by Clayton Hawkins. Herbie got her hair done by <laughs> Graham Nation. And I, I have to say, I thought our hair looked great. Oh, yeah. And they have this new product out that is like a conditioner meets hair mask meets gloss. And you only have to use it in your hair for eight seconds in the shower. It does all of that. It does all the things that a mask conditioner and a gloss can do. And Clayton was like, you just use it twice a month. And he was like, I don't know how legally they can sell this product directly to customers because it's like salon level. It gets the job done in eight seconds. And I was like, I love that for us. We we love to We're hear busy. That. Yep. We have places to be. Eight seconds is all I got. Exactly. Speaking of places to be. So we got our hair done because this little podcast won an award. We, we won an award. We were joking that it was kind of like the People's Choice Awards, you know, like, I don't know if the general public knows this, but the People's Choice Awards, if a celebrity is there, they won. Nobody's going to that, like wondering if they won something. It's like, no, they are there because they won. If they are not there, they certainly did not win. Yeah. It's just like their headshot. You're like, oh, yes, exactly. Dustin Hoffman didn't win. It's just his headshot. I don't know why. I don't know why of all people I thought of him. I just saw it. Dustin Hoffman? When was he last on the People's Choice Awards? I'm thinking like Taylor Swift. You're like Dustin Hoffman. I don't, I don't know. What are you I'm not sure. About? I don't think he's ever been nominated. Oh my for God. Uh, well, well, someone's going to correct <laughs> us if we're wrong. Okay. So here's the deal. We won an award from LA Magazine. Obviously, this is close to our hearts because we are literally called Gloss Angeles. We are an LA born and raised podcast. We've been doing this for four years. We were nominated for an iHeart Award two years ago. We didn't win. It was, <laughs> I was actually pretty upset about that. But we won our first award. It was best beauty podcast for the LA Magazine Best of Beauty Awards. We were in such great company with amazing other brand founders and brands in general, makeup artists, Patty Dubroff, Molly R. Stern, uh, Mackenzie Westmore, John Stapleton, Kim Vo, Sean Legend for Nails. So many amazing people. So many icons of LA. Yes. So we were thrilled that we were incorporated into this because I think we were the only media acknowledged in the winners. I was like telling Matt, we were talking about it and I was like, I don't know how they picked the categories because it was all a bit random seemingly. Like it was like best face sheet mask. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There was there was a category that was like best face sheet. And we were like, what is that? We like did not know what that was. But I mean, there was 50 categories. They liked us enough to like give us an award is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So I was like very honored. So many people were coming up to us telling us they listened to the pod. So nice. It was so nice. And so there was this beautiful reception at Calamigos Ranch in Malibu, just like a very stunning location. I honestly only go out there for like very important things. This was a very important thing. I was telling Sarah on the way home that it's weird. We can drive from Malibu and be like, oh, that's where Courtney Cox lives. Cause we like literally know where she lives now, which is it's wild. It's kind of incredible. It's like a, 
party opener. It's like, yeah, what's your most interesting thing? I know where Courtney Cox lives. I've been to her house. It's like two, two truths and a lie sort of thing. Also, by the way, Kirby just got off the plane and then decided to come. Yes. Such a trooper. I'm so glad you did, though. I'm very glad I did, too. I was like thinking about it and I'm like, I can't leave my sister high and dry. Yeah, I was not going to take pictures by myself. So I was excited that we both got to go and see each other and see all the amazing people and like reconnect with people, people that have been on this podcast, people we want on the podcast. So thank you, LA Magazine, for honoring our little horse and pony show. And we have like cute little awards. It's like the seal, you know, like at restaurants in LA when they have like the best of Los Angeles magazine seal on their window. Yeah. So we have one for beauty. It's like we could put it on our window. (laughs) I'm going to put it behind here. I'll put it on my wall. Yeah. This general area. That and then our Fisher Price NSYNC dolls. Love that for us. Yep. Which I have. Speaking of NSYNC, six minutes. Okay. So I was overseas. The reason why we had a little mini hiatus fall break is because we just, A, wanted to, but B, I went to London and Paris. I said a lot of wee wee, ha ha. And I did refrain from trying to speak in a British accent. I'll tell you. I wasn't trying to dupe the people. I messaged Patrick and asked. He, he said that. He said, Sarah asked me how many times you've attempted a British accent. And I, I started dying laughing. Tuesday, in it? No, no, literally, I was like, Tuesday, in it? <laughs> And it <laughs> bang is a mash. Like, that sounds southern. Like, what even is that? I don't know. Anyways, I just have to tell y'all. I don't know if we have any British listeners, but I'm fucking obsessed with London. I am obsessed with London. I don't know why it took me this long to go. I fell in love with it. Oh my god, was that your first time? Yeah, I'd never been to London before. Absolutely posh and fabulous. You felt like Amanda Bynes in What a Girl Wants. Yes. Yes. I was living. We took the tube everywhere. When I went to London, I was like, and I'm not shaming my home country. Please don't make this an Ariana Grande situation with Donut Gate. Okay. But I am saying that the U.S. could stand to learn a few things from London. I'm not saying a monarchy. That's not what I'm saying here. What I am saying is that how is it that the tube runs so efficiently here but we can't get a proper entrance and exit situation for LAX. Oh my like, God. What is going on here? Like, it is insane. These tubes run like clockwork. They were so easy. I mean, I'm from LA. We don't like have a good public transportation system. So we're never using subways. I'm terrified to use the subway in New York, to be completely honest, because people are always talking about how gross and stinky it is and like rats everywhere. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not down with that. They had cute little mice. Yeah. At the London tube. So cute. Just these little mice. They looked like Cinderella mice. Yeah. They were just tiny and little and like all huddling together for warmth. And I'm like, that's chill and they're adorable. And I actually feel sad that they like don't have owners or something. It was like really a weird situation I was dealing with. But like, I was like shocked. Like, I feel like sometimes in LA, we're dealing with so many people that are like overextended, exhausted, mm-hmm. dealing with too much traffic dealing with vapid people all the time, especially in the heart of Los Angeles. And and trust me, I love this city. I yeah. never want to leave it. But like, there are times where I'm like, would it stand 
for you to smile at me when totally. I'm trying to engage in a conversation with you for like three seconds while getting a coffee. Like, yeah. everyone just seems miserable. Yeah. In London, our bellhop was literally the most chatty, lovely man. Everyone was just like chariot. Like, it felt like a <laughs> fucking movie. Like you were in like Mary Poppins. Yes. I'm like, okay, I don't live here. Yeah. So surely it's not perfect. Yes. People are charming. There's a reason that everyone loves loves the Brits. Charming, darling. There's so much history. Like, everything is old as fuck and, like, has right. meaning and it's just beautiful. Yes. You know? Oh, I had a celebrity spotting. I didn't, I didn't post about it because I was, like, trying to be, like, cool. But our last day, we decided to get some lunch near our hotel in Notting Hill. We went to this place called Farm Girl. It's on the Google Maps. It's, like, highly recommended. So we went. We loved it. It was delicious. But I was sitting there and I'm like, this girl across from us, like on the other side of the restaurant, and it's a pretty small restaurant, looks like the chick from Bridgerton. And of course, I'm like, okay, who is she sitting next to? And then I Google it. And it's Phoebe Dynavore and her boyfriend, who is Cameron Fuller. He's like an American actor. Not Pete Davidson. Not Pete Davidson. He is now dating Madeline Klein from Outer Banks. The man cannot be stopped. Just hot woman after hot woman. He's got his publicist on like a retainer. Madeline Klein is fucking hot. I know. And I love Pete, so respect. I had to do a what's in her bag with her. I had to stand next to her and I felt old and ugly. You did? Yeah. And I was like pregnant. This was like probably five months ago. She was so lovely, so lovely, but so beautiful and so young. How did I miss this? Because I didn't share it because I was like, I'm old and ugly. <laughs> Anyways. No, literally, I'm not saying this that like I agree with you, but literally Madeline Klein, like people post photos of her on Instagram or like TikTok. And it's literally like the comments are like, she is the most perfect person I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, I kind of agree. Anyways, back to Phoebe. That's amazing. Were people like asking for her autograph or they let her be? No, because they were like being chill. And like Patrick, of course, was like turned around, like trying to like stop. Like, that's not how you do this. But then she was sitting with Greg Sulkin <gasps> and his girlfriend, who is the little sister of Cassie Randolph, who won Colton Underwood season of The Bachelor. And this little sister, I can't remember her name, but she was in the show 1923. Oh, my God. Kirby, it's nine. Oh, Okay. Anyways, London was fabulous. Love London. <laughs> Let me bust this up right now. Let's find it. Let's find it immediately. Okay, we're going to YouTube. 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 So this is the song that the trolls sing. I don't know <laughs> if the trolls. I don't know if the trolls sing it. It's just a song. On the okay. 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 Because <laughs> I'm like, it, does Branch sing it? You know what I mean. Or is it <laughs> maybe him with Boyzone yeah, or whatever right. the hell his little boy band is called? I'm gonna I'm gonna blast it. Okay, this is Justin. You're so right when you were saying that it sounds like him of NSYNC and not like his soul. What a king! Yeah, 
Yeah, we do, JC. <laughs> I can't wait you know to see like? the youth come up with dances to this. What does it sound like to you? Sing. I think people are going to like it because it sounds like Say So by Doja Cat. Oh, totally. And then it's like Would also... So? It's extremely like feel good, PG for the kids. Yes. They're going to be playing it everywhere. Oh my God, such a good song. So good. I can't wait to play it for Zoe. This is all I'll say about it. The children are going to fucking love this song. Sorry to children if you're listening to this. But I feel like this is like perfect for trolls, but then feels nostalgic right. with all of them. But feels like modern However, can be on the yes. billboard charts. Yes. And what I did notice is it's in sync and Justin Timberlake. So Justin is doing, I think, most of the lead vocals on the chorus and then like harmonizing with the rest of them, because usually it would be all of them and you would hear more JC in a chorus. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. That's why I was wondering what was going on. So then maybe Branch sings this. (laughs) I'm just trying to think like why (laughs) I'm trying to think the connection. I love that. You're like, no. A troll has to sing this. There is a troll that has to sing this in the show. But this is my other thought. So writer's strike over. They're going to ratify that deal next week. Or by the time y'all are listening to it, it might be ratified already. And then apparently SAG is supposed to go into negotiations or at least back to the bargaining table this week. And if things go according to plan... If all the strikes are over by mid-October, late October, this movie doesn't come out till Thanksgiving, we will for sure be getting in-sync performances. Of the song? Is that what this is all leading up to? Like, I mean, I love the song, but you know what I mean? Like, this is it. We're not getting a tour. This is what it is. Not next year. We're just getting some performances. Okay. Not next year. This is their first song that they've done in 23 years. That's what we get. We get what we get. We don't throw a fit. We're going to be happy with what we have. I'm happy. I'm going to try to figure out a way to be present at those performances. Oh, same. I guarantee you one of them will be Fallon. I'm like, fly to New York, use Los Angeles money. Don't care. Let's just screw everything and say we our payment to ourselves will be going to, to New York. We got to get tickets to the troll premiere. Because maybe there. DreamWorks, Universal, someone. I know that right now y'all are off the table for us, but once these strikes end, we need to be physically in the room. Please, we beg. So anyways, that was in sync. I actually really, really, really like the song. It's like his song from the first one, Can't Stop the Feeling. Like, people love that song. Yeah, yes. I was going to say, it totally reminds me of Can't Stop the Feeling. Like, it's just like, For all ages, grandpa to the baby, everyone's having a good time. Play it at a wedding, birthday party. It's really really good. I can't wait to play it for the fam. A little sad that it's what? Oh, within that, within that like one moment of me going from the thing we just listened to, to the official audio, they changed the picture and they added the lyrics 
They're like, Kirby's listening and wants to learn the words. Oh my god, and they turned on comments. Also, why did they release the song a day early? Because remember it said, like, up for 18 hours? I think they uploaded it yesterday, and then, like, whatever back-end thing they were supposed to do, they forgot. Because now it literally says 10 minutes ago. Oh man, look at us. We were there in real time, y'all. We saw it when they, like, didn't have their shit together, and now it says... 3.4k views 10 minutes ago. We had the embargoed version. It's really good. So let's get back to beauty, since that's probably why y'all are tuning in. Sarah, you actually had a really interesting story that I would love to discuss with you. Sarah posted this on her Instagram stories. It was from Refinery's account, and I went directly to the comments. It was kind of crazy. I know. So we ran a story. It's been up for like a month now, but we didn't post it on social. And it was commissioned by Jackie Kilikita from London, our deputy beauty director. And the headline is, Trauma Dumping is Real, and Your Hairdresser Needs You to Stop Doing It. When she pitched it, I was like, this is so good because we always talk about how, you know, like nail salons and hair salons, like those are our people, right? Where we like have like heart to hearts. We know everything about each other because we spend so much time with each other and they know all the intimate details of our personal lives. Well, turns out some hairdressers would rather not. They would rather you keep <laughs> your drama at home, which I can see. I totally understand that. And vice versa, you know, sometimes like, I mean, we have the privilege of being able to sit in some really incredible stylist's hair. But like before, when I was like, you know, a, nor a normie, you were like, God, I hope this person doesn't talk. I just don't feel like talking. You know what I mean? Because like they also like share their stories, too. So the whole story was based on that. And there were some really interesting facts. So it was said, in July of this year, L'Oreal Professional unveiled Head Up, an initiative focusing on salon workers' mental health after discovering that hairstylists spend an average of 2,000 hours per year listening to their clients. It is reported that out of the 1,750 hair professionals surveyed, 65% have experienced anxiety, burnout, or depression during their professional career. Currently, no formal training exists within the wider industry to help stylists navigate difficult conversations and to set boundaries with clients. And then it goes on to interview some hairstylists and some were like, you know, I was just starting out and there was this woman that like came in and she told me she was diagnosed with cancer. And then the next person that came in, like had some other like really like traumatic experience. And then the person had to like go to the back room and like cry because it was just like so much. It's called something called compassion fatigue. It's something that literally, obviously, hairstylists experience. But like I said, nail, nail techs, facialists, literally anyone who is providing a service for you where you're just like hanging out for more than like half an hour, they are, <laughs> they are experiencing this. So Refinery posted it on our Instagram account and it got so much engagement. I was surprised with the commentary. So I was thinking that like all these hairdressers were going to be like, absolutely, like, please, like, do not dump your shit on me. But on the contrary, the stylists were like, no, we love it. We absolutely love it. 
Well, I mean, it is said that your hairstylist or your nail artist is like your therapist. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that joke is thrown around so much. Yeah. So I understand why people may be like feeling extreme anxiety over going to work and like working with clients who are just constantly sharing. If everything was extremely positive, great. But likely when you're like sitting in a chair and you're being forced to talk about things, it is kind of like therapy. So you're like divulging all this information. And I was also surprised by the comments. They were like, well, that's what we sign up for. And don't let this one stylist that was quoted for this Instagram post make you think that like most of us aren't in the market to deal with this stuff because it's like what we appreciate about our job and what we love about it. Right, right. I'm reading some of the comments on refinery.com and there's someone that says, as a dentist, we feel this too. It's just literally anyone with like patients or clients. It's crazy. I saw someone say bartenders and basically it was just like, Anyone in a service field is probably literally fielding just nonstop trauma and depression and things from people that are being brought up on a regular basis. And it's like, I think there was a quote on the Instagram post Mm -hmm. where it said that she had to deal with like back to back bereavement or something. Yeah, yeah. One person was like, I remember the first time one of my clients told me she had cancer. I was like 21. She was 33 with two kids and was pregnant. I did the consultation, got her shampooed, rushed to the staff room and burst out crying. And then another person said, I recently did the hair of someone who told me she'd been suffering from domestic abuse. It really choked me up. There were tears in my eyes. It took me a week to stop thinking about it. I kept finding it creeping into my head. Like, it's just crazy. Because like, what do you do as a person, as your as a stylist, like in that situation, you know? But I also know that there are resources that are made for people in these like beauty service professions yeah. to help them identify things like domestic abuse mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So they can be like at least a resource to men and women that may be going through things like that. So yeah, I do think that there are ways that they're equipped to help, right? but maybe not ways that they're equipped to take on the emotional load. Totally. Absolutely. Obviously, like some of these people you form these relationships with and they're like your friends. And so you're sharing things like you would a friend, but we should remember too that they're not our therapists and maybe you should seek help. You know, if you are actually trying to, to find like an answer or solution from these conversations with, with your stylist. But I also want to point out, though, that like some of the comments that were made, I was like, yes, I agree with this because it was like, I'm happy to just sit there and not talk. Right, right. So if you're a stylist and you're like trying to make small talk and stuff like that, like I would rather just not even go into it. Like I can make small talk, but sometimes you just want to be at the salon and relax. So maybe there should be, you know, how like Sephora in different countries, they have those red and black baskets and it's like. I I need help shopping or I don't need help shopping. It's like something where it's like, I just want to chill today. Or like in your Alto, it's like, or or like Uber, quiet preferred (laughs) for your appointment. You're so right. Ted Gibson, you know, famous hairstylist, left a comment on the post and was like, that's why I charge $2,400 for a haircut. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Mic drop, Ted Gibson. Love the sass. What did people say back to him? They were like, yes. I think he was, you know, sort of joking. 
And then there was a hair dresser who said, or being a compassionate human and realizing that we as hairdressers might be the only person someone can talk to. I take pride in being the shoulder to cry on the man whom women can feel safe speaking their truths. I feel like that was like the general sentiment across most of the stylists that commented on the post that they were like, yes, we know that this is the job that we have and we love it actually. So therapy, therapy. I've never heard of that. That's cute. It's therapy for a reason. You know what I mean? So, all right. We are doing a wife. It's been a long time coming. I'm very excited about it. Mine is from the lovely land of Paris. It's called Novexpert Laboratories Paris. I'm wondering if you can also get this in the U.S. because like there's French and then there is a English translation. So I'm like, I don't know if it's like you can also get it in the U.K. or is it also America? Probably the U.K. So I went to a pharmacy. I was looking specifically for A313, which is like that retinol that everybody's obsessed Uh with. And I'm going to do a video on that alone just because it was such a controversial product for me to post about. Some people were like, this stuff sucks. It's too oily. It's just too greasy. It doesn't even work. Other people were like, this completely changed my skin. I was shook. It was like so divided. So I went in to get A313 and the pharmacist who was lovely was like, you're clearly from America are you going to put this on your face? And I was like, yeah, isn't it retinol? And she's like, no, we do not use this on our face here. Like, this is not something we use on our face. And I was like, what? It's a body retinol? No, it's not even that. It has a percentage of retinol in it. or And I don't even know if it's retinol. It might be a derivative of it. But it's used for, like, thick skin. So, like, your kneecaps, your feet, your elbows to help with, like, rough, dry skin texture it's taken off on TikTok. And she's like, TikTok has been the bane of my existence because people are coming in. And so I can't in good conscience sell this to you if I know you're going to use this on your face. And I was like, wow, what do you want me to say? And she was like, tell me you won't use it on your face. And I was like, I will not use it on my face. Like, I I don't know what you want me to do. I'm definitely using this on my face. I posted that in my stories. People like estheticians and derms were like, This could be something you use as short contact therapy where you put it on for like five or 10 minutes and then rinse it. But a lot of people are like burning their skin off because of it. And then other people are like, oh my God, no, this was so mild. I like didn't even know if it was doing anything. So I'm like, what is up with this product? Anyways, so as we were like talking about A313, she's like, okay, you're going to like this product. It's from Novexpert Laboratories Paris. It's called Broom Trio Zinc. It is a trio zinc mist that is purifying, mattifying, and soothing. And it's for, on the packaging, it says imperfection-prone skin, but it's like for acne, essentially. Mm -hmm. I freaking love it because literally I like had a breakout from traveling and I sprayed this on my face. You leave it on for 15 seconds and then dry it off, like pat it off the skin. It completely got rid of all my raised bumps on my cheeks. What? Yeah, it's the zinc. So it says skin imperfections are unknown to a group of people living in Southeast Asia, despite being prevalent throughout the world, especially from puberty onwards. Inspired by this discovery, laboratories Novexpert have created a formula concentrated in purifying active ingredients, which they call Trio Zinc, with proven effectiveness. It freaking works. 
Is there anything equivalent in the U.S. to this? I don't know, but it does say ingredients, inky, and it says U.S. next to it. So maybe it is sold here, but I've literally never heard of this brand. But it has zinc gluconate, zinc PCA, zinc lactate, and nitrogen. And I mean, the zinc in it is working. I sprayed it all over my body, like my chest, because I was getting like a little chest breakout. It's completely gone the next day. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's kind of like short contact therapy because you don't like let it like you don't like rub it in. You like spray it on, Mm -hmm. wait for 15 seconds and then like dry it off like with a tissue or a towel or something like that. But I was so impressed by it and I'm so glad I found it or it was recommended to me rather. I'm like looking it up and the thing that Google like suggests is the Tower 28 as well as spray, but obviously different. I mean, I'm looking right now on Inky Decoder, the ingredients explained, and it says that zinc gluconate is anti-acne and soothing, and zinc PCA is anti-acne, and it's a moisturizer and humectant. So, I mean, it it delivers. I'm very happy about it. Uh, I got, it's like five fluid ounces. I am totally obsessed. That was like, that and the A313 are like, two things that I got and a whole bushel of stuff that I'll have to go through. But highly recommend it. If you're in Paris, go get it at a pharmacy. You you have to get it at a pharmacy. Is it the Trio Zinc Mist? Yes. So on the website, it says you can use it as a, a setting spray. Some people, so she said, she like, I asked her, I'm like, can I spray this on my face? Like as a setting spray? And she was like, no, you have to remove it. Oh. But... I feel like based on what it's saying on the website, when they say like dry, they mean just like make sure it's not wet on the skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. And it's like not expensive. And also, y'all, FYI, if you're listening to this and you're like, Kirby is, her voice is shaky and it's making no sense. It's because I literally just had a cough attack because I have a sinus infection. I didn't make her cry. I promise. I promise I'm not bullying her in between segments. Because sometimes you got to watch out for Sarah Tan. Okay. So, Sarah, what is your wife? I'm going to make this quick. I posted about this on my Instagram, and Kirby talked about this product already. I don't know if it was one of your wife's. The Lawless Forget the Filler Overnight Lip Plumping Mask has replaced my Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask, which is saying a lot because I have been using Laneige for literally eight years, five years, I don't even know. Like, what I have exclusively been using on my lips as a sleep mask And when I got this maybe like a month and a half ago, I was like, I should use this because Kirby really likes it. I didn't know it was like for overnight, like an overnight mask. And then I started using it and then I kept using it and I cannot stop using it. And then I was like, I think this might be better than the Laneige sleep mask. And when I posted that, I got so many replies from people saying that they agreed and that they didn't like the Laneige sleep mask because it was too goopy. They felt like it was actually drying out their lips. Surely they haven't changed their formula. I think they did. I think they changed the formula. Yes, because the original that we've tried from the beginning, that is not the same. It's different, right? The current one is a lot like, it's like stickier. It's like gloopy, you know? So it leaves like this like, thick like layer on your lips and you just don't really want that when you go to bed you want it to absorb but still feel nice and you know 
plump. And that's exactly why I love this product. It's between a balm and a lip mask. There are so many lip masks out there that are truly lip masks. Like they feel heavy on the lips. This is really nice because it just like absorbs really nicely into your lips, but your lips feel plump. I, I don't know that like my lips look plump in the, you know, the next morning, but like I don't even care because it just feels really good. I was actually DMing with Susan Yara about this because she's like, I need to feel the texture of it. I was like, you absolutely have to try it. I was saying that I have like, you, I've used lip balm less throughout the day, I think because of this product. It's $22. I mean, I guess it's a little bit expensive. I don't know. I don't know how much the Laneige one is. Laneige is like 25 But like, it's a, a little goes a long way. Like for, with those Laneige pots, I mean, they must be expired, but like it takes me like over a year to finish them because it's just like I use a little bit every single day. Same with the Lawless. It's like I just use a little bit and... I mean, I'm, I'm reaching a little bit more because I just like how it feels, but this will last you like at least a few months. Um, and it comes in different flavors. Um, we were talking, I think, about the cherry vanilla one, which is delicious. Um, but the one that I am using is just like the standard one, which is like it doesn't have any sort of flavor or, or scent. Yeah, I think it's called Sweet Dreams or something. Okay, yeah. So I just love it. I can't stop using it. And um, I just can't believe that it's dethroned Laneige. But that makes sense. Listeners, do you use Laneige? And have you been using it for a while? And are you like, I think they changed the formula? Who do we speak to? Customer service? I'm going to DM them. (laughs) I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, GlossAngelesPod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.